This is Jewish Board Talk with Sheree Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Earlier this year, I interviewed hip-hop um, specialist Noah Shubatinsky, who is Jewish and black, together with his Zimbabwean friend, South African, uh, South African Zimbabwean Tanaka Jura. I was very intrigued by Noah being a young black Jewish hip-hop artist. Yeah. But my guest now, Bronwyn Hershowitz, my art specialist and publicist, tells me that it is not unusual for Jews to contribute to the hip-hop industry. Bronwyn, firstly, welcome and thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's so great being in studio with you, as usual. Yes, so um, Jews and hip-hop, isn't it an interesting combination? And for people who don't uh, listen to hip-hop or know the history, I'm going to share the first 50 years of hip-hop and how the Jews have helped shape this music industry. Uh, if you don't know uh, Rick Rubin, then I don't know where you've been because he's been around uh, forever. He has revolutionized music and especially the hip-hop genre. Uh, born in New York, he... Uh, First borrowed $5,000 from his parents to record a song by a local rapper, T. La Rock, and released it on his new label, Def Jam. So I'm sure you've heard of Def Jam Records. The song It's Yours was a hit and caught the attention of businessman Russell Simmons. Okay, The two joined forces and turned Def Jam into a hit factory. And, mm. uh, I mean, we all know Def Jam Records. As a producer, he would go on to work with some of the most celebrated rappers, including LL Cool J, Run DMC, and Public Enemy. And uh, Rick actually was the first producer to actually combine the genre rock and rap together. Mm. He brought Run, Run DMC, Run DMC, and uh, Aerosmith together for Walk This Way. He also brought uh, Lincoln Park and Jay Z together um, in that collaboration. So he really just had the sense of the genre and of music overall. Uh, He's just brilliant in that respect. Um, And uh, of course, uh, the Beastie Boys, three Jewish boys, very unusual for for that to happen. Mike, Mike D. Diamond, Adam MCA Yach, and Adam Adrock Horowitz. Wow, who uh, burst onto the scenes and actually Rick Rubin produced and released their first album in 1986 called Licensed to Ill, which became the first rap album to reach number one on the Billboard 200 charts. Wow. Now, uh, if you think that's where it stops, it doesn't. Okay. So uh, other Jews include Drake. I don't know. Doja Cat, who is very current at the moment. Mac Miller and Nisim Black. So Nissim, I think South Africans are very familiar with. Yes. Because I think he visited here. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Drake is one of the highest-selling artists. Doja Cat is so current at the moment. Yes, Um, I mean, just so interesting. And then, obviously, um, you know, uh, uh, hip-hop moguls um, have been involved behind the scenes, like managers and producers and artists, you know, managers, I've just said that, uh, who've just really revolutionized the hip hop scene. And, uh, a lot of people, uh, feel that it just, it shows the, the kind of connectivity between Jewish people and black people. Mm. And, um, it's, it's quite a beautiful alliance actually. And it's so ironic because, uh, a lot of these, uh, hip hop artists have, been uh, involved in some anti-Semitic controversies. We won't name them all, but people like Drake have stood up and said, well, you know, 
if it wasn't for the Jews, you wouldn't have A, B, and C. You wouldn't have Beastie Boys, Rick Rubin. You wouldn't have all these incredible um, number one hits and Def Jam records. So uh, it's just such an interesting um, history, really. And, uh, I mean, I could go on forever to really just talk about it. Uh, so many different personalities, so many incredible producers who've uh, – uh, been involved and and this one um there's quite an interesting um uh hip hop uh, genre um with artists like Kosher Dills <laughs> to Lil Dicky to BLP Kosher and they dropped an album called Bars Mitzvah <laughs> which is very very uh funny it's a vibrant multilingual hip hop uh Album and and in fact they um, actually are from Israel, so there's also a hip hop scene in Israel. Bars Mitzvah. I'd be surprised if you told me there wasn't a hip hop scene in yeah. Israel. Um, Craig is indicating our first break. Oh, afterwards, really? I know it goes quickly. Afterwards, we are talking about Noah Carroll. This is Jewish Board Talk with Sheree Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. And we're celebrating Friday with having Bronwyn as my guest, Bronwyn Hershefitz, my art publicist and art specialist. Bronwyn, no, both of us were rooting for Noah Carroll for the Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah. But she's gone on in spite of not winning. Yeah, well, I mean, third place isn't bad, no. and she's just <laughs> doing remarkably well. And she'll be headlining a show at uh, New York City's iconic Madison Square Gardens. Wow. Um, they said it's scheduled for June next year. And uh, it's, I think, going to be remarkable. Um, she's a former soldier in the IDF. She, like I said, she finished in third place. And people just want her because she really is incredibly talented. And if you go online and watch that performance of hers, um, she just deserves complete success. And, in fact, uh, Olympic gymnast Simone Biles performed her gymnastics competition um in two years, but doing a floor exercise routine set to an instrumental version of wow. Unicorn. So people just love the song. It, it's a great song. They love her. And uh, I cannot uh, wait to see what else she uh, does. And our, our friend Sasha Baron Cohen, his name has also come up on the oh, show before. It's one of my favorite my comedians. Too. So he's bringing back one of his most iconic characters. And this is actually weeks after a Channel 4 boss said it would never have been made today. You can never do this. So uh, the uh, iconic and infamous Ali G is back and uh, he's working on, Sasha Baron Cohen is working on a new stand-up um, in which he'll reprise the role, which is very um, exciting. And uh, I can't wait. I remember uh, LEG uh, in the 90s and uh, from then on, you know, obviously Sasha Baron Cohen has brought all these brilliant controversial characters and uh, it just shows that um, people understand it uh, and I'm so glad that he's doing it. And, uh, yeah, let's see what happens with this. I'm always excited to see Sasha Baron Cohen. I find him so on point. He, he's not a, com he's more a satirist than a comedian. He's 100%. got his finger on the pulse, 100%. especially when he talks about anti-Semitism. He is just brilliant. I mean, he spoke at the 2019 Anti-Defamation League Summit and he spoke about how he has managed to incite, um, anti-Semitism, bigotry from people through his characters. Mm -hmm. So he, he just, yeah, he's, he's just, he just, uh, he's remarking on, uh, Social norms and behaviors, which we try hard, but uh, he brings them out of people. Um, he's brilliant. He's, he's a brilliant. genius. And then Bella Abzug. 
Ooh, so this uh, iconic feminist is uh, going to be portrayed in a new movie called Bella. And guess who's playing the role? Mm, not Helen Mirren. <laughs> no, no, not this time. Uh, Barbara Streisand. Oh, Barbara Streisand. Yeah. So it's going to be quite remarkable. Um, and uh, it's uh, coming out. Well, actually, it's uh, being released today in, in various cinemas. And it's directed by Jeff Al Lieberman, who also directed uh, The Amazing Nina Simone and The Reemerging, The Jews of Nigeria. It's not only going to feature Streisand, but also Gloria Steinem, Renee Taylor, Lily Tomlin, Shirley MacLaine, and Hillary, excuse me, Hillary Clinton, mm. to name a few. And uh, Hillary actually says that uh, when she talks about uh, the New York politicians' run for Congress back in the 1970s, she calls it a unicorn event. Mm. She said she was blunt, candid, and she was poking the beast. And uh, Streisand also. Um, who was in her late 20s during the time. She was coming off of the release of Funny Girl, and uh, she, she felt compelled to support um, Abzug during her run for office. And, and this is what she has to say. She said, I really wanted her to get elected because she was desperately needed. Um, she recalled joining her on a truck to campaign uh, for her and help her com- campaign. And uh, I think it's incredible. And Abzug actually... Um, she she found the calling um, to fight for women rights um, when she went to shul. She'd sit obviously in the women's section, and she would sit with these women. And I think she just saw um, what was happening, uh, you know, in her own community. And she was also the first to fight for um, uh, gay rights as well. So uh, this should be quite an incredible movie to watch. Can't wait. And then local Yiddish Mamas oh, are at the Theatre on the Square. It's so wonderful. So Daphne Kuhn, who owns Theatre on the Square, she hosts classic concerts every Friday at 1 o'clock. And on the 1st of September, Lee Noodleman will be performing in a show entitled, well, titled Yiddish Mamas as a tribute to Yiddish theatre and Yiddish Mamas like Sarah Sylvia, Molly Pickens, Sophie Tucker, and she's going to be joined by musicians, pianist Sarah Wolf, guitarist Dylan Davey, bass player Peter Sclair, and Jonathan Mayer on mm. violin. And it's it consists of a beautiful repertoire of Yiddish songs like My Yiddish Mama and Eli Eli, just to name a few. I think it would be a beautiful um, tribute to all the Yiddish mamas out there. <laughs> beautiful. And then just our last one today is something you and I both have a passion for, and yes. that's the Johannesburg Awakening Minds or JAM. The Homeless uh, Theatre Troupe. Well, they are incredible. Uh, headed by Dorothy Ann Gould, um, she uh, trains these homeless people in theatre. And it's not just about teaching them about theatre, it's about empowering them and instilling confidence in them. And they will be performing um, this Sunday on the 27th of August in Morningside at 10.30 a.m. Um, at the Manor in Morningside. Um, I think that if people, I don't know how they're going to access information, maybe I'm, I'm going to be posting it on my social media. So if people want to follow me uh, on Bronwyn Kerry across all the social media platforms, they can. Um, it's really worthwhile. It's just so inspiring. Um, so inspiring. Really. And if anybody didn't get those details, you are always welcome to contact me. Um, just before I say goodbye, just to thank, thank you. Bronwyn for joining me. Thanks to all of you. Thanks to Craig and Makundi and Sinner for helping put the show together. If there's anything on the show you'd like to comment on, you're always welcome to send me an email on charise at sajbd.org. 
Otherwise, all that remains is for me to wish you all Shabbat Shalom.